0: Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome back to such a lady. I'm your host Siobhan. If you are new to our toxic family, thank you for stopping by. Make yourself comfortable. You are welcome here. We love you already. Um, If you are a Sal, hey girl. Hey, Um, thank you guys for all the love, comments, feedbacks. Just thank you guys for coming back. I just can't thank y'all enough. Y'all are the real goats. Okay. Just know that y'all get me and I just love that for us. I absolutely do. Um this week's such a lady is Denise Myers aka Red Girl 6297. Thank you for being our such a lady of the week. Thank you. Now let's get toxic. This next story was all over the place, y'all. So what better way to start than at the beginning. Alisa McNabney was born in Massachusetts, but the family would later move to Florida. While Alisa was in school, she seemed to be pretty popular. She was a cheerleader and homegirl was smart. She is said to have had an IQ of 140. To Alisa, that didn't seem to be important because she would go on to drop out of high school. And was soon a single mother to two children. Elisa started getting in trouble for stealing. And one time it was for stealing a hair coloring kit that got her arrested. L'Oreal, to be exact. Um, yeah, she, she said she was going to get the good stuff. She Yeah, she did. This time, Elisa was given probation. But those sticky fingers stayed sticking. They did. While on probation, Elisa decided to use a credit card that she didn't own. It wasn't hers. She didn't have access to it. So she gets in trouble again. And this time they give sis an ankle monitor. Now, one day Elisa wakes up and she says, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. (laughs) I'm sick of it. She cuts off her ankle monitor, grabs her daughter and heads for Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm a girl, said I'm out. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this no more. Y'all not finna keep keeping tabs on me. I don't like being tracked like this. Okay. Once in Nevada, she had to eat. Like she had to take care of her baby girl. She had to support her. Um, so she starts looking for a job. Now at this time, Elisa's name is Alisa Reddlesberger. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And from all accounts, she wasn't bad on the eyes. She had the gift of gab as well. Like, homegirl had it all. So when Elisa saw that a law firm was hiring, she jumped at the chance. Elisa went in for an interview, and homegirl left with a job. <laughs> Do you hear me? Sis was not playing. While working at the law firm, she became close with Larry McNabney, who wasn't just some um, fly-by-night lawyer. He was very well known, from his work to his commercials where he was riding horses, to him just looking like a Western cowboy. His nickname was Marlboro. Okay, he 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 was that he was that man. Okay. Something about Larry made people trust him and he loved what he did. Larry had, or if he didn't already have it, he could buy anything that he wanted. But what Larry struggled with was his relationships. Larry had been married four times and had other relationships that didn't make it. and It is said to be because of Larry's alcohol addiction. Larry worked hard, but liked to drink harder. Now, while Elisa is working for Larry, they are spending a lot of time together, and he's picking her up, and they're having dinner. They're talking about the cases, you know, just a lot of time together. He's putting in a lot of hours, and she's putting in a lot of hours. Um, Elisa actually helped Larry on some pretty big cases. Eventually, they begin celebrating each other. <laughs> if y'all pick up what I'm putting down, Larry fell and he fell hard for Lisa. I will never understand, though, why men don't hire women over 70 to be their assistants. Like, real talk, hear me out. They have the experience, they're not going to be doing all that calling in, they're not going to be coming to work dressing all provocative they gonna make sure you eat and you don't catch a cold. And if you got a wife at home, they gonna make sure don't nobody come in the office and disrespect it. But no, these men end up hiring these women for their looks and then wonder what happened. But in Larry's case, he knew that Elisa wasn't on the up and up. I don't think Larry knew to what extent, but When Larry's law firm was investigated by the Nevada State Bar, he knew something wasn't right. It was determined that Larry's new boo, Elisa, had embezzled over $140,000 from Larry's clients. Y'all heard me? $140,000. And that money had to be paid back. And so Larry, with his reputation and his booze freedom on the line, pays the money back out of his own pockets. But the damage was already done. Larry could no longer practice in the state of Nevada. He just couldn't. Um, Which was sad because he loved what he did and they loved him there. So the fact that Alisa didn't care enough that, okay, this is what my man does, you know, enough to say, okay, I'm going to leave his money alone and ask him for it because apparently he had it because he was able to pay it back. She just started skimming the money off the top and got caught. But this is what I like about Larry. Larry didn't cry, woe is me. He packed up his stuff. He moved to California and he opened up shop there. Crazy thing is, the people loved him just as much as in in California as they did in Nevada. He took his little horse show down there, put on his little cowboy hat. I'm telling y'all, they loved it. I'm saying he he brought in the money. He got him a nice house. He um, got him some boats. Like Larry was out here living his best life. He was happy so much so he decided to ask. Alisa to marry him yeah he brought her he brought i don't know why he brought her i don't know why because she had like that's why you had to leave i don't know but with with that song say love is blind it'll take over your mind i'm saying what you think is love is really not you better educate and find love is blind and it'll take over your mind okay because it is because it took over Larry's because why would you take that girl with you to live in California so she could do you again look fool me one time shame on you fool me two times shame on me but Alisa she didn't have no worries because she had hit the jackpot She had snagged herself a lawyer, and not just any lawyer, a generous lawyer, okay? Larry had already paid to keep Elisa out of jail. Now he was paying her for being his wife. Little Sticky Fingers didn't want for nothing. She didn't. She didn't want for nothing. And one of Elisa's favorite pastimes was riding horses. And this is something that Larry began to enjoy as well. The two not only loved to ride, they also loved to go to horse shows. Life was really good for the McNabneys. Business was booming, so much so that the couple needed help at the law firm, and they ended up hiring Sarah Dutra. Now, Sarah was this pretty young girl, and y'all know what I had said earlier about hiring pretty young girls, but in this case... Sarah wasn't messing around with Larry it actually seemed as if Elisa had more in common with Sarah than Larry did the two would go shopping spending money they would have lunch together they would go to the spa like they were just out here living their best life I'm kind of wondering Sarah when did you get your hours in Like, I mean, I'm not trying to be in your business, but I want a job like that. Like, so we don't never got to work. We just get to shop. Okay. All right. I just want to be like you. Um, So, yeah, they would go shopping together. And then when Larry and Aliza would go to the horse shows, she would ask Larry if Sarah could tag alone. And Larry was like, yeah. So everybody got along. It was just, I mean, it, it just seemed like one big happy family. It seemed like Sarah was one of the good ones. And they all just were having fun, spending money, riding horses, you know. What's so funny is I will never hear about the people that got money working. I guess that's what happened when you, when you have arrived. Don't nobody hear about you working. They just hear about you spending money. <laughs> because all I hear about is me working. But anyway, it did seem like Sarah was one of the good ones. It did. All was going well into no one could get a hold of Larry. Where you at, Larry? The first missing person report was by a new employee who thought it was strange that they never met their employer. And I'm just going to be honest with y'all. I guess I'm different because as long as that check hit every two weeks, I'm good. I don't got to see you. You don't got to see me. i must still do my job. <laughs> the work is still going to get done. But I'm not going to be out here filing missing persons reports on you. Like, no, as long as that check hit, everything's okay. But listen, everybody's different. Everybody's different. And this employee was better than me how about that because they went and found a missing persons report this kind of got Elisa to be a little bit more cautious but it also got her to move real nervously she thought it was time that she got out of there she needed to take a trip so she used Larry's money and she bought her car and Sarah's car She sold Larry's truck and trailer for about $110,000 and tried to get rid of everything else that wasn't tied to the floor. Now, it's been a couple of months since anyone has seen Larry, and Elisa and Sarah have been tag teaming lies to anyone who asks about Larry's whereabouts. Sometimes he's at rehab, sometimes he joined a cult, just just crazy stuff. Some stuff sound believable and some stuff didn't like, because we remember Larry had the issue with alcohol. So it's not uncommon that he would go to rehab, but what was uncommon was that he wouldn't let anybody know um, that it, that wasn't like Larry and Larry's son knew that. And he knew that Elisa was just lying and they didn't trust her from the beginning they didn't. It would be stuff she would say that she couldn't back up. She said that she had a father who was Cuban, but she couldn't speak more than three words of Spanish. Um, it was like little things like that. And they, they would say that anytime they would ask her a question like about her life or her childhood, she would spin it so much so that you forget that you even ask her the question and y'all were talking about something totally different. And so then when you get in the car, you're like, dang she never answered that question about where she grew up at but again she had the gift of gab i mean she was able to get larry to marry her right i'm just saying and he didn't know that she had cut that ankle monitor off he he had no clue and then this is after she had stole the bunny okay so yeah she <laughs> homegirl had the gift of gab but larry's son was like i don't care who you are i'm found a missing person report because where's my daddy at Like, enough with the runaround. I'm sick of it. Like, something has got to give. And if you're not going to tell the truth, then I'll get it from the police. So he goes to see the police. Now, once the police start looking for Larry... Elisa's name keeps coming up because, of course, that's his wife. But also, she was the last person to see him. She was the one telling people he was going to rehab or he was in these cults. So the police needed to talk to her. But when the police went to put her name in the database, it doesn't come up uh, Elisa McNamney or her mating name. Nothing comes up. Nothing at all. Which is strange because before homegirl got with Mr. Moneybags, she couldn't stay out of trouble to save her life. So why we can't find you? Where are you at? Right. After doing research, the police find out that Elisa is not Larry's wife's real name, nor has it ever been. Child, this story is crazy. Elisa was born Lauren Renee Sims and she had over 38 aliases. Larry didn't know the half of it, he didn't know who he was sleeping with. Every night, you didn't went to bed with this lady, you didn't marry, you didn't paid off $140,000 in debt that she didn't got you in, you didn't lost your license in a state you love, and you don't even know this lady's real name. My goodness. Listen, can we have a moment for Larry? Okay. Now, while police are putting the pieces together, Elisa, or should we say Shane, because that is the name that she started using when she found out she was a wanted woman, <coughs> while Shane is on the run, some worker working in the vineyard comes across a foot sticking out of the ground. Tests would later show this to be the body of Larry McNabney. Mm, poor Larry. This quickly went from a missing person case to a full-blown homicide, and they wanted to talk to Elisa, Shane, Sticky Fingers, whatever her name is, and they wanted to talk to her now. And when they finally caught up with her, because they look, they didn't put a manhunt out. Like you don't just be out here killing folks and thinking you're going to get away with it, especially not the Lone Ranger. You're not going to do that. That's not okay. It's not okay. So they they put this manhunt out. They finally catch her. And then when they finally catch her, she calmly stands up and says, I'm the one you're looking for girl if you don't get in this police car we don't waste all these these manpower these hours all this stuff you talking about I'm the one you're looking for we know who we looking for if you don't get in this car don't nobody got time for the dramatics don't nobody got the time <laughs> now at first Elisa denies it and everything that goes along with it and then she decides that, you know what, she's gonna, she's gonna be truthful. She writes a three-page letter explaining what happened to Larry. And just to sum it up, Elisa says that Larry was starting to be controlling over his money and she was sick of it. She wanted to spend his money without hearing his mouth about it. So one day after a horse show, her and Sarah... Drugged Larry with a horse tranquilizer. The girls then drove to Yosemite National Park to bury Larry, but he was still conscious and Sarah got scared. I guess Sarah decided to have a heart because she was like, we can't bury him if he's still conscious. And apparently, Elisa felt the same way. So the two take Larry back to his house, and they continue to drug him with these horse tranquilizers they give him water the water's drugged they get him home they continue to keep drugging him and for why this man was nothing but nice to y'all he gave both of y'all a job he didn't do nothing wrong all he did was go to work take care of y'all bums and here y'all are drugging this man with horse tranquilizers who 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 does that? Okay. So they, they get him back to the house and they continue to drug him until he's unconscious. Then they wrap him up in tape and they place him in the freezer for the next three months while Elisa and Sarah spend everything Larry had worked hard for. All because you know someone is telling you how to spend the money that they work hard for he didn't tell you to stop spending it he didn't divorce you he didn't tell you that you know you want an allowance he just said hey chill out a little bit like you ain't gotta spend money every day to end well why like you don't have to like simmer down if you want to do something go volunteer somewhere but it ain't always got to be about you What I really think is that Larry should have left her tail where she was at when she embezzled that $140,000. That's what I really think, because it ain't that much love in the world. If I can't trust you, I can't be with you. And Elisa had given Larry 140,000 reasons not to stay. She did. She did. I just, oh my gosh, it's just so sad because he, I mean, it wasn't any signs of a, she never claimed that. She just said that she didn't like the fact that he was telling her how to spend his money. So he had to die. And then, oh, but she 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 said she was kind because when she buried him, she could have just left him in the freezer, but she wanted to pay her respects to him that's why she took him and buried him in a vineyard because that was one of his favorite places ma'am you get no sympathy from us because you was just finna take him up here to Yosemite National Park and drop him off like he was trash until Sarah told you that she was scared so don't think that we feel bad for you because you took him to a vineyard you killed the man oh my gosh well I don't know the nerve of some people I'm just saying he should have just stayed away um elisa was never sentenced because while awaiting extradition she hung herself in jail she took the easy way out um elisa seemed selfish she didn't seem to ever think of anyone but herself not her kids not her family the pets even sarah her home girl the home you know Thelma and Louise she didn't even think about her because when she killed herself who Sarah Sarah was by herself she had to face everything alone not that they could hold hands but at least you knew okay well if I'm going down for this she going down for this but no she didn't care about Sarah she was like you know what I didn't done all that I can do and then I'm out I, I got kids but that don't matter they tried to say that she did that so that she wouldn't have to she was sparing her children the um turmoil of having to see her go through a trial but she didn't think about larry's family how it would feel when they found out the details of how he died she didn't think about her family when they found out how her mom was their mom was crazier than bat crap that she didn't think about any of that yeah no she was just selfish and then once she was done causing all this turmoil she was like all right I'm gonna kill myself and that's what she did Sarah was sentenced to 11 years and eight months for manslaughter but she was eventually released and she has gone on to try to live a normal life um Her attorney said that she was just a baby and Elisa was like the black widow and she had control over Sarah's mind and that's why she caused her to do those things. But Sarah didn't have no problem spending that money. No problem no problem at all. So I'm just saying she was there when all the perks was there, but then as soon as they weren't, all of a sudden she's being controlled. No, Nobody gets sympathy from me except for Larry. That's the only one. And even Larry, I I, I, I love you, Larry. But I just feel like if you would have left her where she was at, at that 140, then you might still be here today. But we love you and rest in paradise, Larry. Well, you guys, that is our toxic love story of the week. Thank you guys for tuning in. I definitely appreciate appreciate you guys um, for coming back. If you are in a toxic relationship and you want out, you can always reach out to us here at Such a Lady. Or if you don't want us in your business, you can reach out to the National Domestic Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. Whatever you do, choose you because no one else can do it for you. Um, how about you guys meet me back here next week, same toxic time, same toxic place? But in the meantime, how about we go chat at our socials? If it's on Instagram, such a lady thirty. If it's on Facebook, such a lady. And if you guys want to follow us on TikTok, we're at Bossed Up Candles. All right, love you guys, and remember. If today starts off bad, that's okay. Don't milk it. Don't let a bad day turn into a bad moment turn into a bad day. Oh, I forgot. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Happy Martin Luther King Day. And if you guys are looking to purchase a Such a Lady candle, please feel free to message me. Um, I'll definitely get your information and then we can definitely go from there. But I would love for you all to smell what I'm smelling each week when I am telling you all our toxic love story. I love you guys. Bye.